Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. I know what the author meant in this song. Goodness, there's a lot of you here this morning. Thank you for being here. Oh, man. I hope I hope everybody just feels the presence today. Just feels the, the recognition of, of his presence this, this morning. And I just hear this. I know what the author meant by this song when he says, uh, or she, he says, uh, if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against the reason that this is highlighted for me is this week, the word that I keep hearing is Emmanuel. Come on. Emmanuel. It's what I've been declaring in my heart. God with us. Yes, come on. And we're making this declaration that his name is Yahweh. Yeah. His name is Yahweh. His name is Yahweh. But, but step back. <laughs> because Jesus, because Yeshua was not going around just calling him Yahweh. He was Yahweh in his life. He is Yahweh in our lives. But first he's Abba. Yeah. And if first we're not convinced, if we still have yeah. an if, if there's still an if, yeah. our God is with us in a situation. If there's still a, if there's still a, well, maybe... Then we've, we've reversed it. We, we, know, we know biblically, we know by our knowledge that, that, he, is, that he, he, he fights our battles. He's, he, he, he overcomes all for us. He, he, he protects us and all these things. We know that in, in our minds. And a lot of times we miss, we miss the, that becoming a part of us because we know it first. We know him as Yahweh. We know that his name is Yahweh. We know that he is a great defender. We know that he is Lord of all. But when he starts to reveal himself as Abba first, when you allow yourself to get to that level of intimacy, to where there's not an if, because by knowledge there's an if, because it's not experienced yet, right? By reading the Bible, you can get your if. That, that was true for Abraham. That was true for Moses. That was true for Paul and, and even Yeshua. This is true for these great heroes of the Bible. But knowing that and not coming into an encounter yourself creates if in this situation my God is for me. And if in this situation... God happens to be with me. But once we start to rehearse the testimony of everything that's lined up in our lives, and when we come into moments like this, and we don't just say his presence is going to be there, but we, we recognize the presence of Yahweh yes. swirling in this room because he is here. Whether you feel it or not, he is within us. The kingdom is within you. Christ is within you. And if you are in this room and we are gathered together, He is here. 
Not if. He is. And, and since, and since he's here, absolutely nothing is impossible. Once again, I love how the Bible does this. Nothing is impossible with God. I, I believe that. With God. I, nothing is impossible. He created everything. Like, I know that. Like, nothing is impossible. But then it invites you into a challenge. There's an invitation. That says, for those that believe... Also, nothing is impossible with those who believe. So it's not just that, it's not just God. He, Yahweh wants us to come into a place of, of sonship. And we see, we see, we know that sonship. We, we just throw that term around. Frank Elias Gerlez and Leonardo Reese Gerlez, they are sons of mine. But if they grew up in a time where I was, I was not good to them, I let them get hurt. I didn't protect them. I wasn't faithful to them. I walked out on them. Then they would have a knowledge of, of who, I, who I might be told by others, but they would never have first known me as daddy. The reason that they trust me as their guide and their protector and their father is because they know me as daddy. Because they know my heart. Because they've been close enough to me. And he's inviting us into this day. In this day. I, one of the best things I've heard about 2020 other than roaring 20s, which it is. The roaring 20s. Things are coming alive. But a, a, a brother of mine, Bobby Limley, he's a, he's, a, he's a preacher out of North Carolina. He's a son of Damon Thompson's. And he made this statement recently that I thought was just incredible. He was talking about how Yahweh showed him about the 2020 vision thing, which you know I've all been in favor of. <laughs> I am in favor of it, but you know I'm, you know. 2020 vision, and he said, he said, you know, here's the thing that Yahweh told me about that. He said, 2020 is, is where we should be, but it's not where we could be. And I was like, Bobby, that doesn't make any sense. Maybe back on out of there, just bail. I, I don't get it. But he further explained, he said, 2020 is actually a standard. It means that at 20 feet away, you see it as if it's 20 feet away. It is this, it's, it's as it should be. That's coming to the standard. But an eagle sees at 24. Meaning he sees something that's 20 feet away as if it's four feet in front of him. And I think that we come to a place of we think that we've, we're reaching the pinnacle. We've reached this. And Yahweh's just saying, this is the standard. 
in this day, Yahweh is bringing us into the standard. And the standard is he is with us, that he, you are a son, that you are a daughter. And I don't care where you've been, what you've done. If you've been here all along, if you've walked in the kingdom and you think you've had every piece of knowledge, biblical knowledge, spiritual knowledge, everything that you could ever attain has been given to you, you've been exposed to, you're just being brought into a standard. And I feel like the world and time is going in a different direction. Because after we get this standard of 2020, naturally we're going to 2021, 2022, 2023. But I believe what Yahweh is actually doing is reminding us that it's glory to glory. And in glory to glory, even though that the world is going one way, we could be stepping back to 2019, 2018. 2017 and there's a standard that is that is shaping us right now but it's nowhere near where we're going to be and so if there's ever a question if there's anything within us this morning I just I just want us to be honest within ourselves and just start to speak within our spirits Emmanuel Emmanuel God is with us there is no question there is no question Like, really, just stop for a second. Just stop. What is in front of you right now? Expectations, life, health, relationships, whatever it might be. Nothing. That word there means nothing is impossible for Yahweh. He can and he will. Yes. I feel like there's things in our account these days. We have promises. Eva does an amazing job of saving for our kids. I mean, every little dime that she gets or somebody gives us money, she puts it in an account for them and she saves for them. When did that money become theirs? The moment she put it in the account. But they don't have access to it yet. Yahweh's bringing them into a place of maturity, bringing us into a place of maturity that he knows we, when we can get to this standard, when we are convinced of him as Abba, not just Yahweh. Listen to me, because Yahweh, that revelation is so powerful and amazing, and him being the conqueror of all, all of those things, you will never be completely convinced of that unless you first, first, first convince yourself of in every single situation, God, Abba, Abba, Father is with me. When we get to that place, which is the standard, I believe things are starting to be unlocked to us, given to us, that we're always there, but we're impossible in a day of, of maturity. It's not, it's not this, it's not this uh, negative, right? Like, it's not like you just aren't mature enough. It's he's inviting us into this place of maturity. 
He's saying, this is what's available. I want you to be son. I want you to be convinced. And until that happens, I'm not going to let this thing fall into your hands and completely crush you. If I gave Frank that money now, we would have a million, not that we don't already, but we'd have a million dinosaurs in this house. But one day that money will change his family's life. It will be a start. It will be an impetus of something. It will impact him in a great way. And not just him, but others. Right? It won't just be for him. So I just feel this this morning. Let's raise our hands. Yahweh, whether we know you as daddy, whether we know you as Abba or not, I just ask for a greater impartation. a, a, A solid, solid heart in knowing I just, I I hear a yes this morning. A yes to an invitation into sonship that was not accessible until today. January 19th, There are things that were in our account that are starting to become, come into our possession. Assets becoming liquid and useful. As we say yes. To the revelation of Abba. To the revelation of Emmanuel. revelation of your goodness and your kindness start to allow us to see him as father and how he sees us as son as daughter I want us to recognize if you this is this here is is a family focused on one thing one thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life that I might behold his beauty and inquire in his temple this this is this is our heartbeat here and i and i'm telling you like i don't have a lot to say this morning i'm not going to say a lot this morning i want i want there to be a recognition in this house of when we gather why we gather is so much about whenever however whatever this is a holy spirit led house It might not cause growth, but it'll be exactly what we need. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, 
nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, for his delight is in the law of Yahweh. And in that law, he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water who brings forth fruit in every single season, whose leaf does not wither, and everything that he does prospers. I think that that is one passage that gets so many people that just, yeah. Because you hear the beginning and you hear the end. Blessed is the man. Everything that he does prospers. And I believe Yahweh showing us a difference in receiving a blessing and being blessed. One is situational and another is constant. Like, a lot of things that we see as someone being a blessed man is actually someone just walking in an anointing, a skill, or a grace for something. But what this passage is actually inviting us into is a place where every single season there's fruit. And every single thing that we do prospers. Every sector of our lives. And that doesn't mean, well, just because I started this business, I'm going to get a million dollars off of it. But it also means that because I started this business, I'm going to get a million dollars off of it. (laughs) I'm just saying that it says that everything that they do prospers. But why is it that everything that they do prospers? Not because they had a good idea. You got to get into the meat of the whole thing there. It tells us what, he, what a blessed man is. It tells us what a blessed man doesn't do, what a blessed man does do, and what a blessed man is like. And I have just this morning, and really throughout this entire, entire week, uh, maybe an impetus from Eva's uh, message last week, uh, but I've just been, I, you know, one of my hesitations in getting into ministry is right before ministry, I had an amazing relationship with Yahweh. He was showing me this stuff about Abba, and there was just a presence and a closeness, and I was just in this great place, and I worried that stepping into ministry would cause me to almost try to come up with a sermon to, to give. And it, so if you talk to any ministers, that is an issue. Yep. You hear the, the, the term, that'll preach. That's in your mind always. Someone says something, like, oh, that'll preach on Sunday. And in some ways, that's a good thing because it gives me a perspective that I might not otherwise have had. However, there's the tendency for people to feel like this is what it's about, and this is why he has me in this place. And this week, I feel like I've just been called into meditation. Every single morning this week, I, I've, I let everybody know on staff, I just said, this place is closed off in the morning. I don't know why, because really I should be preparing, I should be getting things together, I should be listening. All those things are good. I'm not trying to knock them unless he tells you to do otherwise. And I sat here in front of this fireplace most of the week saying nothing, doing nothing, Every time I tried to kind of go there and make a declaration or do something, it was just that, shh. (laughs) Sounds good, but shh. 
The blessed man is a man who subjected himself to the mind of Christ. We are promised in Scripture that we all have the mind of Christ. Not me, not preachers, not just Yeshua himself, but we all have the mind of Christ. But not all of us think like Yeshua. No lack. A situation, there's no way that they could, he could feed all these people. I'm, I'm going off of Eva's message here. If you weren't here last week, listen to the podcast. She has such an amazing way. An amazing way to, to kind of almost make you feel like you're just having this conversation with her, you know? Just funny and just likable and just da-da-da-da. The next thing you know, like, you're sitting there throughout the week going, that impacted me in a powerful way. Her, her message being about our minds and how powerful our minds are. She made the statement that, uh, that I guess was a quote that she said, if, if we knew how powerful our mind was, we'd never have a negative thought again. And we talk so much about the heart, which is so vital. The Bible makes it so vital, and it's our innermost being. And we, but we spiritualize this and forget the natural side of it is our responsibility to guard this. And there's, there's, such, a, this is, there's such a day right now unlike any other, that we are so inundated and so saturated and so pressed with information, whether that's on your phone, whether it's on your computer, whether, like, all things that aren't bad. You understand, like, I'm not one, like, you know, if you stayed up late last night to watch the big fight, if you, if you are so pumped about the football game today, all that stuff, like, that's, don't be religious and not have fun. It, but, but what I'm saying is we live in a day that there's so much that's just right here. It's just right in your face constantly. And most times it's contrary to the way that heaven operates. It's so contrary to the way of the kingdom, right? So, so we have to be aware and mindful that 90% I threw that one out there. We'll go with it. 90% of what we're actually receiving is not real. It's not, it's not real. The blessed man is meditating on the law of Yahweh. I know I have this marked. I do. From two weeks ago. Romans 8, verse 2 says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. But listen, verse 5 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, they set their minds to the things of the Spirit. 
like a, a setting. And to me, a set means a decision. It means a choice. It means a choice. It means a ch- that meditate. The, the brain's powerful, right? Like it's crazy how, it's, how Yahweh designed it. Because when he says meditate day and night, it's not actually, I don't believe that you're up all night meditating. Or even that you're, during the day, you're just meditating. But what the brain does is that it receives information from an experience. It takes that experience and it kind of catalogs it. We start to learn and adapt. And then it shows us how to respond in the next situation. Like we react out of that. We so often talk about the renewed mind. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. But in order to get to the, you, were, you can renew a contract. If your mind isn't first changed in the way that you're thinking, you don't want a renewed mind. We first need to come to the place that we make the decision that what I see most of the time in the natural is not of the kingdom. When he says something is impossible, when, when we see, seeing someone raised from the dead is impossible. Can we agree with that? Like, don't, not biblical on me, just straight up, that's naturally not possible. But what did we start off with? If we're talking about the realm of heaven and our goal is that we bring heaven on earth, our mind has to be set to that's not impossible. Because not that that's not impossible, I don't ignore that, but nothing is impossible with God and to those who believe. Like that's where the mindset, that's the spiritual. So five says, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. What were the the disciples we've talked so much about in the garden of Gethsemane that they were asleep because of their sorrow and Yeshua is sitting there telling them, do not fall into temptation. Just pray that you might not fall into temptation. Y'all help me get back to there. Pray that you might not fall into temptation. What temptation? That you fall asleep to, that you fall asleep to, uh, sorry, that you fall asleep to a new perspective, right? Because what does prayer do? It changes your, it changes your mind. It changes the way you think. It is a shift. It is a perspective thing. And so often we just say prayer. Let's pray. Let's pray. I'll pray for you. And not recognizing how powerful prayer, not not complaining, right? See, prayer should change you. If it doesn't change you, then it's not prayer. It's complaining. Right? Prayer has, Bill Johnson said it best, it's impossible to pray and nothing happened. It's impossible to pray and maybe not the answer that you think you're looking for, like the disciples which put them in a place of sorrow, right? Because they believe Yeshua came so that he would free them from, 
from oppression, from persecution. In fact, because they didn't get that, because they did fall into temptation, they left him. They abandoned him. The men that walked with him for three and a half years, they left him. That's how powerful prayerlessness can be in the actual presence and knowledge and of who seeing him throughout because you had an expectation of how this thing would play out causes you to forget everything that you ever were given to forsake everything that he's given you and so he says pray that you don't fall into temptation so you don't we know that they fell asleep from their sorrow not because they were tired, but because of their sorrow, which comes from Yeshua telling them, listen, I'm going to be persecuted, and so are you. And they can't believe the fact that th- we've come to this, after all this, I thought this was the moment where you came in riding in on your white horse, took all these evil people out, and here we have this new government that rules, and, we are, and we're all here. He came and gave them something so much greater. So it's impossible to pray and nothing happen, dot, 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 to you. I'm going to quote it, Henry. I'm going for it. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving in your heart, make your request known unto Yahweh. And the peace which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Yeshua. So, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is, an, is, is in enmity with, against God, meaning it's at war against Yahweh. Not meaning physically, like, See, we, we just, this is so spiritualized in these things. Like we, if you read through just New King James, one of the reasons I love the Passion Translation of, of stuff because it just break, breaks it down in some really clear terms. But, but to, because carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. What it's saying is that when we, when we feed the carnal mind, not some big, deep, you're a sinner. I'm talking about the times that we allow ourselves to sit and say, if. That's the carnal mind. It, it, subtle. But if you understand how the brain operates with the heart, you start to see why Biblical meditation is such a vital thing in today's world for us as kingdom believers. Not to just protect ourselves from everything, but because he's raising up sons to be the light even when things are dark. That, he's, that we're meant to, to operate out of life and peace even when everybody else around us is operating in crap and chaos. Gosh, I wish I'd have heard chaos first. My bad. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. 
I just, I, I'm, so, I'm so fascinated by this section of, of the blessed man. Fascinated by it right now. It's captivated me, my mind. That there be moments physically, like there's nothing, like, it's great to get a spiritual word that stretches your mind and changes the way you think, 1,000%. But it doesn't mean that it's wrong to receive a word that's absolutely practical that you can apply for right now. And right now, in this day and age, in this moment, I challenge us and I implore you. I feel like we're being, like I said, there's things in our account. There's things that Yahweh wants to give to us. There's things that we, that we need. There's break in 2020. I told you, I believe 2020 has the potential. I didn't say that. I said 2020 is, the, is going to be the best year of our lives. It will be that. It's not going to be the only great year of our lives. It won't ultimately be the greatest, but it will be one of those years like that replaces what happened in 2018. Is it 2018, right? Like we, we go back and we mark 2018 as the day that the hurricane came and changed our whole lives and messed up our entire world. And this was, a lot of us now have come to the place of seeing that as glory, right, Tara? And, and, there's, and there's, there's such goodness in that. I, I'm, I don't take away from that. But, but the natural world sees 2018 and we mark our lives. But Yahweh came and restored and said that 2020 will be a completely different, that will be the, the marker. You'll go back and be like, man, I remember 2020. Do you remember 2020 and all that he did in this day that's how powerful it is and I I I removed the word potential because even though it it's it is potential I believe that what you need to be convinced of what I need to be be convinced of right here mentally is that 2020 is your year 2020 is our year. 2020 is, there is so much that's going to shift and change in our lives, and the goodness of Yahweh will be known. You know how it says the knowledge of the glory or goodness of Yahweh covers the earth like the waters cover the sea, Habakkuk. It doesn't say the knowledge of all of our situations. It just says, like, knowledge, right? Know that his glory, his goodness, that's what that word means, his goodness covers every single situation in our lives. It's what what you start to change, I believe, your actual being by meditation. I think it's scientifically proven. It sounds good. I believe it is. Proven that, that, that the way you think, what you chew on throughout the night. I didn't finish what I was saying about what, at, at meditating day and night. Our brain functions like that. It also, at night, it's why people, people that study for a test, they say you study for a test right before you go to bed. Because your brain starts to meditate on that and brings it back before you. And all of a sudden you get, you get up and you, you, you feel like you're more prepared than you were even right the night before. It didn't work for me, but that's not the point. (laughs) 
but it's working for me in the kingdom. And, and, and there's, and there's a, there's, there's, you know, prayer, Yahweh chose, I don't know why, but he chose, could he not just show up and be like, everything? Yes, he could. But he gave us this earth, not to escape it, but to change it, to redeem it. And I'm coming into the belief that the way things change is through prayer and declaration of our mouth, that we hold that key, that we hold that key. I know you know it, but know it. We hold that key. So in a situation where, you know, I I feel like today because of all this stuff going on, and I know I'm everywhere, just ride with me for a second. I feel like in, in today, like we, ha- I hear so many, and this like tears me up. Ben and I have so many conversations with guys our age, younger, and you know, just and older. Just like we have all these conversations, and there seems to be this weird, crazy theme that starts to ha- that they that we always like recognize. They talk about this. They say they, they're so against, like you know what, you know, I, I just don't see. I, it's not within the four walls. Like, no, I mean, but no, I mean, but hear me, because they're right. So right that this is not just the kingdom, but this is the kingdom. You understand, like, we, we because people, people grow weary of their expectation of how things should look and how things should operate and how it should have been and, you know, what this, and they just get weary of everything. So they just take this position that, you know what, I'll just go through life and just, you know, I, I, I have a relationship with Yahweh. And you start to miss the source that he's plugged us into here as a body, as a family. And if you do that with, like, honestly, like, like our, my generation, me, for a long time, but this... I talked about in a day when there was pioneering, when it was all about the pioneer. I think that there was, there, there was a need in, in breaking religion to kind of, hear me, set this down for a second and start to be led only by Holy Spirit and to pull us, you know, Apostle Paul pulling us so far because we're all the way over here. He has to pull us back to break some things over here, but I feel like Yahweh is bringing us back to right here, 2020 vision, 2020 standard. And things like this that are such a tool, like practically dive back in. Let him reveal some amazing things out of this book. Dedicate yourself to time and prayer. Doesn't mean you're gonna be love less or you're gonna make some religion off of, I didn't spend a full four hours this week. Don't let it become, be, live, live in the law of Holy Spirit, but don't make an excuse for why you're not w- what he actually wants. Does that speak to you? You understand? Like we can go through life and have church and do these things and it'll, there'll be some really good, amazing things. But I don't want to receive blessing like I want to be blessing. Like, I want that to be the very fiber of who I am. And blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. You're great. You're awesome. But you're, I'm not going to be 
walking or following you. Because you got to come to the recognition of just because they're a good person, just because things are great, does not mean they're the person that Yahweh put before you to follow. Walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, which I think can go two ways. It can either mean stand in the path of sinners, meaning don't stand with someone who's not, like we're not all, we're all sinners saved by grace, but we're not all We've sinned and come short of the glory of Yahweh, but we're not sinners now. We're sons. But there are people that refuse to change the way that they think and continue to live in sin, and that's not someone to stand with even if they're pushing your agenda, right? But it also means to the kingdom man, don't stand in the path of a sinner. I'm not calling you a sinner. You're just an example. I promise. I love you, man. Meaning, meaning we, we have such a, a bubble of judgment based on our culture and our experience. And we need to start to see Yahweh, see, see, see Yeshua and his love for them on all people. Henry's had this amazing uh, testimony. I think you might have shared some of it. No, you didn't share this, but you should have. This, this awesome, awesome testimony, and maybe he'll share it sometime soon, of how Yahweh's... Uh, drawn his heart to, actually you have shared it before, drawn his heart to this, this, this woman that was, uh, I guess she might have been homeless or something like that, that she was helping in, in some way, shape or form. She was feeding some of the homeless. And Henry, who's like, I'm not really into, I just saw her and was drawn to her. He also had a moment where he was drawn to a man that just had his head down and just like his countenance. And he just was drawn and, and, and Yeshua is starting to show his love to, the, to, to, reveal his love of those people through us like call us to those moments but when we see him as like it's a little too deep for me that's a little too dark for me they've walked through a little too much and we find ourselves in those places we we're standing in the path of sinners because we are a pathway to Yeshua he called us freely you've received freely give and nor sits in the seat of the scornful Eva talked about the sick heart if everything that's coming out is negative, you have a sick heart. That's what comes everything out of, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If everything that's coming out of your mouth is negative or that's what seems to feed you or excite you, you need to go back and ask Yahweh to heal this sick heart and uproot some things that might be in there. But like I said, the captivating part for me right now is what he does do. And he delights himself in the law of Yahweh. Delighting mean, meaning being pliable. Doesn't mean like, I just like it. The word delight actually means to be pliable. To be moldable. It's a, there's a surrender in it. And you're surrendering or being pliable to the law of Yahweh which we read is the law of life, the, 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 not the carnal mind, the mind of the spirit. And in that law, he meditates day and night. So what I want to get to this morning is that I just see Yahweh today shushing our minds, just shushing our minds, calling us back to a place of meditating on who he is and who we are. No ifs in there, no question marks, 
in confidence. Eva, you, you talked about being the beloved. John the beloved. I'm his favorite. Prove me wrong. But what changes in our minds when we start to make that declaration, heavenly perspective on this earth, that I, this is, I'm not, I'm not in lack. I'm in abundance. I am the blessed man. And I meditate on him day and night. No matter what situation, no matter anything going on before us, I don't care how many times it went the other way. Today, today is a new day. And I'll tell you what has not changed. The day might have changed, but his goodness never changed. And we have got to be convinced of not just Yahweh and protector, Abba and good. Because that convincing makes you like a constant tree. Planted by rivers of living water. Takes you out of a seasonal mindset of that this season's a bad season, this season's a good season, this didn't, this just wasn't quite my moment, but I'm believing for a better day. And he starts to say that no more season. Glory to glory. I count it all joy. Glory to glory whose leaf never, never withers because it's meant for the healing of the nations, Revelation says. And from that perspective, and from that dislodging yourself from the carnal thinking, putting yourself into the mind of Christ, starting to access this thing that we've already been given, what if our mind is, just, is the mind of Christ? Like we have it. Think of how it operates and all those things we talked about. It's just out of order right now. It's just in a wrong cycle. Because it, it's, it meditates day and night. It takes processes and it, and it, and it sees things and it, and it adapts and it learns. So if we're looking, if what our gaze is on is things not working out and things not happening and this being a carnal mind, then that's what starts to happen. But if it's focused on the spirit and the things of the spirit, spirit set on that, the mind of Christ is absolutely attainable. We've got it. We're promised that, right? We have the mind of Christ. Not if. We have the mind of Christ. It's coming into access. And when we do change the way that repent for the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand, when we change the way that we think because the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand, we step into a place of being renewed and we just stay in that cycle. And that's a cycle in order. And from that cycle, everything that we do prospers. Yeshua, apart from himself, did nothing, right? Yeshua was awesome because of his relationship with the Father. And this whole blessed man getting to the place of everything that you do prospers, that comes from a relationship and a mindset on his perspective. Does that make sense? Okay. I said I wasn't going to say a lot. I'm not going to say anything else. Let's stand. If, uh, if, we, if you have a 
if there's a, like a situation, this might be super broad, but I just say it how I hear it. If, you, if, if you're in a situation where you, you truly feel like there's a physical breakthrough that needs to take place that just has not taken place, if physical meaning health, financial, relational, uh, could be in job, whatever that might be, but you just, you, you can, when I say that, something just comes to your mind of like, this is what I'm fighting right now. I just, I want you to raise your hand. I'm, my hand's raised, by the way. We do this a lot, but if you're around somebody that has their hand raised, I want you to put your hand on them. It is impossible to pray and nothing happens. Yahweh, we ask for your peace. We ask for your peace in this situation. Give us the mind of Christ. Wake up the mind of Christ within us. Give us your perspective and let our hearts meditate on your perspective, Yahweh. Change the way that we think in this prayer, Yahweh, and show us. Give us wisdom knowledge, understanding of the moment. We just ask for breakthrough in the lives of these people today. Let that be that day. This is that kind of a day. Take away the if, the why, the question. Just just replace it with your goodness, Yahweh. And I just declare breakthrough in the lives of these people with their hands raised who came to you with faith. Let it be done, Yahweh. Let it be done. Yeshua's name. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.